Hey everyone, you may not realize this, but not every piece of recorded content makes it into the final episode. So here's a chance for you to hear some previously unaired content from my interview with J.K. Hobson. In this episode, you will learn more about the peace he's found living in Vietnam. If you missed the original episode, feel free to go back and give it a listen. I hope you enjoy it, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, I'll tell you, I I thought I was leaving for a year. But then during that year, the Trump election happened, and I was like, well, that's what y'all doing, huh? Okay, all right. I, I can't leave for five minutes and y'all wilding out, huh? Okay, all right. Well, y'all, you're, you're going to do that by yourselves. Okay, I'm going to be over here. Here's the crazy thing about this, this podcast. The number of people that literally said that election alone... Like, if they were on the fence or they had come back, they decided they were leaving again. That mm. election, alo- that, I, I think about five years from now, that'll be the perfect time once we're a little bit removed. I, an amazing study of particularly Black American expats leaving related to that election would be a fascinating thing because I don't think people, like, I'm in this all the time, but I don't think people actually understand the number of, and I'm saying Black American folks, to be, to be quite honest, white Americans as well, who were like, yeah. you know what? This yep. is not, I don't want to be here. No, I'm yeah. post up in the Netherlands <laughs> and call it a day. I know I know at least a bunch of white folks who were like, I don't want to be here either. So we all just going to be out yeah. of the country. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad Jordan Peele already named that new horror movie Nope. Because that would have been a great... <laughs> that would have been a great thing great, to study. Yeah, just the... the I mean... Nah, no, nope, I... I not doing that. It, there was a mad dash across the board. I mean, I'm not even... It's just because I focus on Black and Brown folks, but I'm like, look, there were a whole lot of other people who were trying to leave too and said, I'm, don't leave me here. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to go. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's, but it's visceral, though. It's like, you know, I mean, that is a privilege. Yes. You know, to want to leave... Because you just don't leave. like, right? But but I mean, just like because you don't like your racist family. If you're if you're like a like a liberal white person, you're like, oh, I just I, I can't bear the thought of another Thanksgiving. Which you know, all right, good for you. Like <laughs> like I'm happy that you exist and that you're a progressive thinker. But it's different from like like the year that I left, like that February, I was driving a car with suspended tags, yeah, and four cops. Got out of a cop car, pulled me over. I had four guns pointed to my head, Amanda. While I'm in my car, I got my hands on the steering wheel. And one of them is yelling, keep your hand on the steering wheel. And at the same time, the other one is yelling, take, take your, your keys out of the ignition. <laughs> and I'm like, this is how somebody becomes a hashtag right here. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not, no, I'm not laughing, but you're right. Because in a moment, people don't realize there's conflict information going on. And you're just trying to do what won't get you shot. That's the process of most black men and women, right? And, and what picture are they going to use of me? You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be like, uh, this. he won a Fulbright scholarship. They're not going to talk about that on the news. 
You know, they, I don't know what they're going to talk about. I'm not only want to talk about. It. I know what they're going to talk about, but I'm not going to mention it here. You know? right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. You know, so so that was just like it was already bad. And so that shit was just like, OK, y'all all the way wild and out. And it's not and there's not enough of you to have kept this from happening. I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. You know, and I can like, like I feel to this day, I cannot tell you how much safer I feel in this country than in the one in which I was born and raised. Technically not born, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Right. I've never, I have never in my life felt so safe as I do here. And I, and I don't even speak the language that well. You know I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. That's a shame. That's a shame. That that is that should that should be that's shameful. You know that I should like I should feel that way in the country in which I was born and raised. Anyway, yeah. And and I, you know, you talk to enough people and you start to see kind of the mental health benefit they find just being somewhere else. To be honest, you know. Yeah. Um, because of that way, you know, and, and, and I've, I've talked to folks on the show who have black kids who are, they're black and they're thinking to themselves, okay, these kids have been raised out of the country. I don't, <laughs> we try to prepare them for when they go to college, you know, cause they may be looking to go to college in the States. Right. And, and, and they're trying to prepare them. And then some of them are like, you know what? I think my kid decided to actually go <laughs> to a different country for college because they just don't, they're like, I don't, I don't know if I can deal with all, all of this. Yeah. And. And you're right. I think that it's when you go to somewhere else and all of a sudden you realize you're not holding your breath. And, hmm. and, and, and that's the that's the reality, because if you think about it, it's like you're holding your breath for, for yeah, a lot yeah, of folks. Yeah, they feel like and you don't realize you're holding your breath. You know, when something traumatic right. happens and you yeah. stop breathing. Yeah. And then it, it's yeah. over and you start to get feel that loosness in again. the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is for folks. I think it's just been chaos upon chaos. And then. They go, wait, I don't, I'm not in fight or flight anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I can tell you the moment I realized that too. I never hmm. heard it put that way before, but uh, like the day after the election, I like uh, first thing I did when I went to Saigon to try to find somebody else black to talk about yeah. what had happened, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just happened to, to meet somebody, uh, but he was in the military and he was like, crazy in a kind of way that I only know black dudes from the military to be right. It's a specific kind of like, you know, that's a whole other podcast. And my dad was in the military. My dad was in Vietnam, but he's not crazy in this way, but there's a certain, there's a certain. And, uh, but then the next day I went back to the town in which I was living. And then I really started freaking out. And I went to a Buddhist pagoda uh, that I had been, like wanting to visit, not the same Buddhism that I practice, but I, I, I find a lot of comfort going to these places, you know, just being there. Yeah. And then I remember I, I stood under this statue of a Buddhist monk and like, I felt like I was going to cry. Like it was like, like just the whole thing was just so horrible. You know, I felt so horrible about what was going on. And then I was like, but don't, don't be crying in a pagoda, man. This ain't, this ain't the scene in a movie where you go to a pagoda and like fall on your knees and like, why? And all that shit. Right. So I was like, all right, get, get it together. <laughs> so, right. so I got up and then I, I, I was walking in the pagoda and the, a Buddhist monk saw me and walked right over to me, which usually they just ignore you. 
<laughs> and we had a conversation. And within the conversation, you know, we talked about Buddhism a lot. But then within the conversation, he he, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm not doing well. I got to be honest. I'm not doing well. Because it's election in the States. And I started like telling him about what was going on. Like people that look like me are in trouble over there. And this is not good for the world. And like I just unloaded all my baggage on this month. Right. And he said, he just took it all in. I could feel like he felt it. He was like, this is very difficult. And then he looked at me and gave me the biggest smile, like just warm, that like radiant and like to the point that it just caught me. Like I began right. smiling. Right. And in that moment, it was like he was trying to tell me, all right, but none of that is happening right now. Right now, we're just here in this moment. And there's no, nobody's taking you to jail. Nobody's shooting at you. None, like, we have this moment. And, and that really, it really stuck with me. And, of course, it, it comes from a place of privilege where it's like, like, I'm very far away from the United States. I still care about what's happening there. I, I've, you know, I'm still aware you know, but at the same time, for my own sanity, I can't, you know, I, I can't just like become just consumed with what's happening there, you know, otherwise what, what would be the point of being here? I got to be here, yeah. you know, so, but I, I, there is a little bit of like survivor's guilt, you know what I'm saying? There is yeah. a little bit of like, you know, like I moved, I moved to, to LA the year before 9-11 happened. Yeah. And I felt a tremendous amount of guilt for that. Like all my friends were just like, I wanted to come home and help. They're like, there's nothing you're going to do here, but be miserable with us, you know? Yeah. And so I feel a little bit of that here, but, but more than that, like I need to be happy. You've just listened to an episode of The Global Chatter, which is hosted by me, Amanda Bates. It is edited by Stephanie Ficcio. Don't forget to subscribe to The Global Chatter on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Global Chatter or stop by Twitter and find us at Global Chat Pod. If you have a question, want to subscribe to the newsletter or are interested in sponsoring, visit theglobalchatter.com. 